You know what makes me happy as a sales guy? Is when I discover a new phrase that pays. Right, so that's kind of a fun term about some of those great selling phrases that really make a difference, that uh, really make an impression upon a customer or uh, help a prospect jump a few stages in the path to purchase. I heard a good one the other day, and uh, like so many of the good ones, they're usually forehead slaps, right? Uh, I've been working on getting good online reviews for companies for, I don't know, how long have there been online reviews? Uh, I didn't start doing it from the very beginning, because from the very beginning it was clear that a lot of them were bogus, and a lot of it was just complaints and rants that weren't quite accurate about the company but more you know ranting and ranting but now I mean you have to have good online reviews because if you don't then people think you don't have any customers so anyway I was calling around to some self-storage facilities because that's what I do sometimes is call self-storage facilities and say things like hey do you have any storages available or how late's the office open or something just to kind of start a conversation without really tipping my uh, hat or tipping my cards I guess as to what my intentions are and just see what happens uh, so often uh, whether it's a self-storage place you're secret shopping or somebody else you get the absolute minimum treatment so a lot of times when I ask somebody uh, do you, you sell any boxes, I'll sometimes get a yes, we do. And that's it. That's the whole conversation. Or sometimes I'll ask, uh, how late's the office open today? And I'll get a four o'clock. Did you need anything else? Okay, bye. And that's that. So I talked to one uh, staff person who was an on-site staff person at a site that competes with one of the sites that we work on. Uh, through our uh, store here self-storage brand and uh, the lady was nice you know you can you can really tell when someone's personable on the phone and that makes a really big difference and a lot of times when I'm rating uh, the experiences I get from doing secret shopping I will always rate somebody higher if they're authentic and easy to talk to and sound natural as opposed to somebody who might have some good quote unquote skills or who might work a process but they're doing it rushed or they're not paying attention or it sounds like they've done it 400 times today and they just have to do it one more time right so the authentic real person even if they're not always trying to sell or whatever usually for me will get much higher uh, ratings and so this lady was really good uh, because she was very friendly and she asked a couple good questions she was just a tiny bit pushy which is great just a tiny bit is an indication that uh, you know she wants to do business with me and so on uh, and then she started talking a little bit about some of the features and benefits at her particular site and features and benefits always throws people off no matter what kind of product or service they're selling because they usually just rattle off a bunch of stuff or bark it at you, you know, like uh, 
I don't know, our chairs are wonderful because they have legs on them and they have backs on them and, uh, and they're great, blah, right? You get that sort of thing a lot. In the self-storage world, it's usually uh, we have easy access, we have climate control facilities, we'll saw boxes and locks too, and one or two other things that just get barked at you. Uh, but what this lady did was to kind of stop barking before she even got started. She said something like, it's a really kept, well-kept facility, we take good care of it. So that's important, right? Because if I'm a self-storage customer, I'm thinking, I want my stuff well taken care of, so I want to leave it in a place that looks well taken care of, so that makes sense. Uh, and then she gave me a great phrase that pays. That's a forehead slapper, because I thought as soon as I heard it, I was like, wow, that's great. Why haven't we been doing that for 10 years, right? So it's one of those things. She said, we also have some really great online reviews written by some of our really great customers and you should see them. And that's why people store with us. And I thought, well, there you go. There's all the value proposition I need is to know that you think your customers are great and that your customers think you're great, or at least a lot of them think you're great and they've taken the time to go online and brag about you. So, you know, that won it for me right there. I thought, wow, if I was a real customer, I'd have gone to rent from those folks because that's a pretty powerful statement. So I think that's a great phrase that pays that I'm gonna start working on because uh, why not? We have some great online reviews too. And do we talk about them in person a lot? I don't think we talk about them enough. Even if we do talk about them, we don't talk about them enough. I know we're proud of them and we work hard to get them and we work hard to be the kind of company that deserves them. Uh, and our staff people certainly work hard to get them because that's, an, that's a, a badge of honor, a badge of pride for them, of course, that they get some really good reviews that mention their names. So I don't blame them for that. but. Do they talk to new customers about it? I think they do sometimes. I've heard a time or two a customer say, you'll, you'll see my name all over our reviews because I always get great reviews for this site. I heard somebody do that in person one time, but it didn't impress me the way it should have. So when I heard this, uh, this lady using the, another great thing about us is the great online reviews we get from our great customers, I thought, oh, there you go, there's a great phrase that pays. So that made me happy because it's not every day you discover a new phrase that pays. Most days you just go through the day hearing the same old, same old, and you kind of feel like Charlie Brown in the classroom and hearing just people going wah, 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 and never hear anything new or interesting, or never hear anything old and interesting. It's usually just a minimal effort that you hear, but not this time. So what are you hearing that makes you go, oh, forehead slap, what a great phrase that pays. How come I haven't been doing that for 10 years? I don't know, but I'd love to hear about it. So send me a comment, an email, go to the social media stuff, send me something. Tell me what's a phrase that pays that you learned recently that was a forehead slapper for you, and you thought to yourself, oh man, how come I haven't been doing that for 10 years? I'm gonna start doing it now. I'd love to hear about that.
thanks for listening to the Troncast. Hope all is well with you, and see ya. Do you competitive shop your competitors? So do you call them on the phone or go look at their website or go in person to their physical locations and check out and see what they're doing? It is an interesting concept and uh, you can find out all sorts of cool things. Do you secret shop your own people and how do you do that? Uh, do you have a service do that for you? Are you videoing these uh, interactions? Are you re recording the audio of these interactions? How are you setting up your rubrics, your evaluation forms and things like that? Uh, it's a very interesting process and if you're not doing it, you should really consider it. Even if you're a fairly independent contractor, if you're a consultant, if you run a company, whatever you do, you should know what the competitors are doing. So some of your competitors you can stalk online, right? You can look and see what they're doing on social media or see what their websites look like or, or click through their website and see what their purchase path looks like. I mean, all of that is interesting. But unless you actually talk to them or buy from them, it's hard to know what that customer experience really looks like. And uh, it can be pretty fascinating to do. So I don't know what you're doing for secret shopping now, but should be doing something. I know for secret shopping your own employees, it works great to listen to recordings of live phone calls because then you really hear what happens in a real conversation, uh, you also learn all sorts of things about your customers, about uh, what moves them, what doesn't move them, uh, how the processes that you think make buying from you easier, maybe do, maybe don't. So it's interesting to check it out. But it is also good to do some secret shopping in person because then you can kind of guide the conversation, you can test different things, you can see really what you can find when you're poking around at your competitors. And it's important to do, you sometimes learn some interesting things, sometimes uh, you just get some affirmation that your crew does a pretty good job, um, sometimes you find some really interesting things you can work on. So tell me what you're doing with your secret shopping, leave me a message here, find me on social media. Give me some ideas about what you're doing and what you're learning from Secret Shopping. I'd love to hear more about it. Thank you. See you next time or hear you next time. Bye. What do you do for sales training and team building exercises? What do you do for customer service training and team building exercises? I know you're trying all kinds of things and there's some good stuff out there, but I swear if anyone ever asked me to do another trust fall, my brain's going to explode. 
So let's come up with something different. I've been trying to find something different for a while. And I thought, well, why not? Let's come up with a sales training game or a customer service training game, something fun that everyone can get into and that they can laugh about and challenge each other and poke each other a little bit and feel some of the emotional ups and downs that you get when you're in customer service and sales. So I went to a game jam uh, headed up by the local regional economic development group here in Columbia and Boone County, Missouri. And I met uh, a group of game developers and we had so much fun that we ended up creating a game called Starship Junkyard, which is a great and hilarious way to do team building for your businesses, for your sales teams, for your customer service teams. And it's turned out to be just a great family and friends game too. Something you can sit down and play for half an hour or an hour or a great pub game. It's hilarious. It's called Starship Junkyard. And you can find it on Facebook at uh, the Starship Junkyard, the card game. You can buy it on thegamecrafter.com. Go to thegamecrafter.com and look up Starship Junkyard and buy a copy and play it. It's hilarious. So try that for your next team building exercise. Try that for your next sales training meeting. Sit down and play Starship Junkyard and you will be happy you did. Go check it out on Facebook, Twitter. Go buy the game at thegamecrafter.com. The Starship Junkyard, the card game. Thank you. What do you do for sales training? when sales training is so frustrating and seems so counterproductive sometimes, right? Because the people getting trained are sometimes resistant or sometimes they've been through so many training courses where they just tune out everything you say and you sound like the teacher in Charlie Brown. Sometimes the people doing the training are so frustrated because they come up with some really good material and go out in the field and prove some really good phraseology and techniques and approaches and then when they try to train it, sometimes it doesn't work in reality the way it it worked for them or it doesn't work for the particular people doing it or the folks who get the training just don't feel like putting in the time to perfect it it's really frustrating for the trainers. It's also really frustrating for the higher-ups, for the big bosses, because they invest in training and they invest in training materials. And sometimes the numbers don't move, and so they wonder, well, why are we doing this? What's the point? So I've come up with a couple different approaches for sales training that maybe are helpful. One idea is to make it a self-driven process where the salesperson is on their own sales journey, their quest for sales proficiency, their quest to be their own sales hero. So if you want to check that out, go to solvingsales.com. That's all about my self-driven sales journeys program. And you can subscribe to that for, I think right now it's $5 a month. I'm making it super easy so people can get in there and start creating their own journey to sales mastery. 
solvingsales.com solvingsales.com thank you